You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 10, Resistance. Have you ever tried to move forward in some area of your life only to feel like everything is working against you? In today's episode, I want to talk about the areas we experience resistance and some helpful tools to make it through. We'll talk about how to deal with physical resistance in our bodies, as well as emotional and mental resistance, and how the anecdote is actually the opposite of what you might think. Before diving in, I want to give a quick update and a thank you to everyone who has pre-ordered my new book, Living in Your True Identity. Pre-order is passed. The book is actually officially available for purchase on Amazon. And thank you to all of you who already bought the book. The book ranked as the number one new release in the Mormonism category on Amazon. And that was so exciting. (laughs) If you have purchased the book, I would love for you to leave an honest review on Amazon, sharing your own thoughts. What did you think about the book? That is the best way that you can help me right now. Share your own thoughts about the book in a review. Reviews are what sell books. So thank you so much to those of you who have already purchased and also for those who have left a review. I feel like I have really gone through quite the spectrum of emotion with releasing a book into the world. My last podcast episode was filled with a lot of hope and excitement as I shared my story with you of the miracle of getting a book deal. I had a lot of anticipation of having it officially get into the hands of readers. In that story, I shared all the exciting milestones and moments of celebration through the process of book writing. And it's so funny what can happen when we least expect it. My book released on a Tuesday and on Wednesday at five o'clock in the morning, my husband left the country for two weeks. And on Friday, I injured my back so bad that I could not move. Here I was with kids that are still home all day on summer vacation. I had no help and no ability to move my body without excruciating pain. I have also been training for six months to ride in a hundred mile bike race that was only one week away. And I was so devastated to think of the possibility that I wouldn't be able to ride and meet my goal that I had been working so hard to achieve. To say that it felt like the wind got knocked out of my sails is a little bit of an understatement. I went from this huge high, building up to my book release, being really excited, thinking positive, doing positive, (laughs) to suddenly experiencing several challenges that all happened at once. Stephen Pressfield, in his book, The War of Art, He says, rule of thumb, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. Think about that quote for a moment and about the areas of your life you may feel resistance. I'm going to read it again. It's so awesome. Rule of thumb, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. The more important it is, the more resistance we will feel in the pursuit of it. Resistance can be felt on every level of our life. And oftentimes we spend so much time in the resistance of something 
that we may not even actually know that we're resisting. When I hurt my back a few weeks ago, it hurt to bend over. It hurt to twist and turn basically any position that wasn't standing straight up or lying flat down on my back. (laughs) If I knew that I was going to need to move, I knew I was going to hurt a lot. And I would brace myself for the onslaught of pain. Little things like doing the dishes or brushing my teeth, they require you to bend just the tiniest little bit forward. Even things like sitting at the computer to do some work or even sitting in a comfortable car or comfortable chair felt like metal bars of steel piercing through my body, preventing me from going any further. I suffered through this pain for an entire week and I did all I could to make it better. I made several visits to my chiropractor and I basically used any medical or natural remedy that I could find to heal my body as soon as possible because I had a race to ride on the upcoming Saturday and the clock was ticking. I had to get better. On the first day of this debilitating back pain, I called my mom for sympathy. (laughs) She immediately remembered a book that she had. The book is called Understanding the Messages of Your Body, How to Interpret Physical and Emotional Signals to Achieve Optimal Health. And just like the title says, (laughs) you can search for the area of your body that you feel physical pain and it will give you the emotional connection to it. So she runs off, she goes to grab this book to see what is attached to the pain that I'm feeling. And I heard her, she's like thrumming through the pages and she's asking me these detailed questions like, where do you hurt? Now, what is the specific location? Lower back pain, hmm. And then she says, oh, I found it. Are you feeling unsupported in your life right now? We both laughed. Um, Yeah, (laughs) my husband is on the other side of the world for two weeks. I have a lot to do and I can't even move my body. Yes, I feel unsupported. (laughs) Then she reads, are you feeling a lack of control over things you have created? I thought about this for a moment. I had just released my book into the world three days ago. Um, yes, I feel lack of control. I can't take back any of my words. (laughs) We both laughed again. Our bodies are so amazing and so smart, and they really do send us messages that will help us to learn and to make better choices that will be more supportive for us. Happily, the day of the race, I woke up feeling better than I had in eight days. I still couldn't bend over completely without pain, but I felt improved enough to have the confidence to attempt the ride. Every 20 miles, we had a rest stop, and I spent at least 15 minutes doing yoga at every stop to stretch my back and open up my muscles. And seriously, I would hobble off the bike, standing crooked. I'd drop to my my knees for some cat-cow poses, and then I would force myself into a cobra pose. Cobra is where you lie flat on your belly and you push up your upper body with your arms extended. It is my most glorious favorite pose to stretch my back every time I go biking. But given my back's state and what I had been through in that past week and all the pain that I was feeling, I knew that I would not be able to do that pose easily without pain. So I would lay there on my stomach and then very carefully try to push up. It 
hurt so much. (laughs) My back was screaming at me. And suddenly I recalled some words that I had read a few days earlier in a book. The author spoke about physical pain in our bodies and how healing starts with accepting the pain instead of resisting it. You have to be willing to feel it and make friends with it, is what she said. So as I carefully pushed myself up, I consciously chose to relax my body and to allow the pain to come, to make friends with it. It was shocking to me, the difference. It hurt so much less when I allowed the pain to enter versus the level of pain when my body was tensed and braced to resist it. I had literally been making it worse through the clenching and tightening and bracing and blocking the sensations that I knew would be there. As soon as I relaxed all my muscles and I allowed the pain to come, it was like a baby version of the monster that I had lived with all week before. My body did not want to relax and allow, it wanted to resist. But relaxing and allowing was by far the most effective reduction in pain I had experienced all week. Every rest stop, I would repeat the same ritual. I'd hobble in a crippled fashion to the grass. I'd go make friends with pain in order to relax and allow. I would breathe through the physical resistance and I would allow it to come. A few minutes of this allowing and relaxing and breathing, and I'd have this amazing sensation of absolute peacefulness and the pain would be gone for a moment until it was time to move again. (laughs) I am happy to report that I indeed finished my 100 mile ride or 161 kilometer ride for all my metric friends. It really helped to have my family and my friends praying for me. I have a fabulous biking friend who did the ride with me and she trained with me all summer. Thank you, Robin. (laughs) Not to mention, I was reciting mantras and affirmations on repeat for six hours straight as I was writing. I knew the power of my thoughts would make or break me. I could not allow a single thought like, I'm so tired, I hurt so bad, I don't know if I can ride, I don't know if I can finish. Instead, I picked a very personal mantra that I recited over and over and over again while visualizing all the people praying for me and the angels I had prayed to push me on my bike. At mile 99, I had one insurmountable hill to climb and then it would all be done. I saw that hill and I knew it would only be by the grace of God that would get me up at that point. I thanked God for all the help I had already received and I asked for more. When I came to the top, the finish line was in sight and I started to cry. Miracles happen when we allow them to. I learned a lot of significant lessons in that experience. The power of prayer, the power of mantra. And in terms of physical resistance, I learned that the only way I could reduce my own physical pain was to be willing to actually feel it and allow it to happen. The same cure exists in the resistance that we feel emotionally and mentally. 
it's human nature to exert huge amounts of energy to avoid pain that we end up creating something far more excruciating. Have you ever had the experience of feeling anger or sadness or hurt or humiliation and you found yourself resisting those feelings? It is true that those feelings are uncomfortable, yet resisting them makes them far worse. A few years ago in conversation with a friend, she shared how her therapist told her, if you truly allow yourself to feel the emotion you are resisting, it usually passes within 90 seconds. Can you believe that? 90 seconds! (laughs) Yet, when we resist it, we trap it inside, we carry it around, we allow it to extend for far longer, maybe minutes, maybe hours, days, sometimes even years. And with time, it forms itself into a brick in our backpack and we adjust ourselves to the weight of carrying it needlessly around. It's been said that pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. When we allow ourselves to feel pain, to feel the discomfort, the feeling will indeed pass. When we resist it, the pain turns to suffering and it lasts far longer until we finally feel it and finally let it go. With all the resistance that I have felt in the past few weeks, I noticed one day that I really felt like I just wanted to cry, a really big cry. But here I was, single parenting, trying to heal my back, feeling overwhelmed by how much I was getting behind in everything and I was trying desperately to hold it all together. I didn't have time to cry, I have to push onward. (laughs) But a tiny voice told me, stop resisting. Go let yourself feel your own feelings. So I locked myself in the guest room, I sat on the couch, and I cried. I thought I would be there forever, but true to the 90 second guideline, I actually was done pretty quick. And I felt a whole lot better. I had allowed myself to feel my feelings, to stop resisting, and to allow them to surface. I felt so much lighter, and I went on with my day, and I was far more effective. Resistance also rises up against us mentally. It takes shape in the excuses that we use to hold ourselves back from pursuing a goal, finishing a project, giving ourselves permission. It looks like fear or doubt, or being stuck. I'm currently enrolled in this online course to receive certification in becoming a guided imagery facilitator. Each week we have a coaching call with my instructor and she checks in with each student to see how we are progressing. And it's amazing to see all the excuses that we come up with as to why we haven't done the homework or why we haven't practiced. It's resistance. We convince ourselves that we haven't practiced because we have just been so busy (laughs) when really it's a cover. Resistance is deeper. In my case, I was afraid to schedule practice sessions. When I finally figured that out, I reached out to another student in the course and I asked if she'd be interested in practicing together once a week. We scheduled this weekly meetup for the next three months to keep each other accountable. And it was astounding how glorious we both felt to suddenly have that resistance gone. (laughs) It wasn't that we were too busy. It was our fear of the logistics of finding someone to work with. 
Now I look forward every week to our practice session and I am progressing and I'm moving forward in my training and I'm loving it and it's joyful and it's easy. I acknowledged the resistance that I felt. I allowed myself to feel afraid and then a solution came to mind and I acted on it. The resistance was gone. If you are someone who practices yoga, you've probably heard this principle countless times. Allow yourself to feel. Notice what you feel. Allow the feelings to pass through you. Allow. Don't resist. Allow. 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 I have heard this preached so many times, yet practicing it is a whole other story when our human nature defaults to resistance. Yeah, I can promise you it works. Every time it works. It's a no-fail solution. All pain that we feel is eliminated or significantly reduced when we allow ourselves to feel it, whether it's physical, emotional, or mental. So my friend, I leave you with a challenge. What part of your life are you experiencing resistance? Do you have anything that you are resisting physically, mentally, or emotionally? What would happen if you gave yourself 90 seconds to feel it instead of resist it? That could be the most important 90 seconds you spend today. Imagine your life and your heart being open and allowing to whatever comes your way and look forward with faith. If you have your own experience or thoughts or comments to share about resistance, I would love to hear it. Simply leave a comment in the show notes of this episode on brooksnow.com. Thanks so much for listening.